We're here. We made it. You, how excited are you? <laughs> Pastor Nicole says, fantabulous Friday. Yes. Um, I don't feel like I can get away with saying words like fantabulous without people like teasing me, but Pastor Nicole can rock it. Like she's the only one I know who can be like, it's fantabulous. And it's not like super make, like, it's just her. It's just her. So if I said it and it made you cringe, it sounds way better coming from her. So whenever I hear words like that, the first thing I think of is like the Disney World. I can see for that. For some reason, yeah. Is I can that see like, that. I don't know why that is. It's like happy, like happy, super peppy stuff. Absolutely. But guys, it's Friday. It's We're here on Lunch Plus and we yeah. have an awesome episode for you. We teased you yesterday with a brand new segment. We're coming through. We're going to start off right now. It's family chat. You know that. That's why we're here. That's right. And then afterwards, we're going right into Buddy's favorite segment. The price is Whoa Right, followed by Prayer, and then brand new What's Right Elementary. Elementary? Elementary? I don't know. I, I said it. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Followed by What's the Word? <laughs> Look. Here, okay, here's the thing. I don't know why I say it like elementary, but I do. And it's just, it's just a part of me and I'm sure it's wrong, but I read it how it's spelled and the end. She articulates every syllable. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm Ross from Friends. It's fine. <laughs> Rotate. It's cool. Pivot. Oh, pivot. Oh my gracious. <laughs> Go ahead and comment. Tell us who you are, where you're watching from. I just had caffeine and clearly it's kicking in quite well. But tell us who you are. How's your day going? How's your Friday? I see Joni. Joni's on. She says hi. Natalie's on. Johnny, you beat Buddy today. You beat us. It was a momentary fluke that we beat you the other day, but you beat us today. So Johnny is the ultimate champion for commenting first this week. It's impressive. Can anybody beat Johnny? We'll have to find out. Buddy says, he's here. I'm here. Um, yeah. So we have questions for you today. Question number one, we want to know which team are you on? Put it in the comments because the first person that helps us hit 100 comments first gets a gift card on us. Here's what the first question is. Are you team car or are you team truck? Which one are you? Team car or team truck? Your team truck. It's <laughs> I don't even need to say it. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. So look, guys, as you know, if you've watched this week, Kevin and I bonded to the point of we have like a team name for ourselves, Team Carrot. Yesterday was a really polarizing day for us. So I believe that we're going to be strong through this segment, but I'm Team Car. And it's okay. Johnny is team truck. Pastor Cole's team truck. Uh, Kevin is team car. Rachel's team car. Natalie's team truck. Here, here's the caveat to that. Trucks and SUVs are not the same. Correct. Totally different ball game. So Correct. if you're putting truck in there and you really mean SUV, then no, it's not how it works. But in all one. fairness, in all fairness, to me, an SUV is not a car. So you're just a hybrid. You're kind of off on your yeah. own here on this yeah. one. Yeah, you're in the middle of it. Yeah. Because you have the length of a truck, but it's covered, and it's not like a cab. Right. So it's it's different. Uh, Natalie's team truck. Jade is team, Jade is team truck. That's interesting. I didn't know that. She's cool. Um, Joni says team Toyota Tacoma. That is a very specific truck. And it is an awesome truck, and I want one. So I'm team car, but I, so I used to work at Enterprise and I got to drive their vehicles oh, yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. And I will say that the Ford F-150s are super fun to drive. Mm -hmm. Any, 
any of the big Ford vehicles, like the Ford Explorers, like right. the Expeditions, they're yep. super fun to drive. Yep. So Ford F-150s are where it's at. Um, Pastor Cole says, I mean, GMC, Sierra truck, those are fun mm, to drive too. All yep. day long, yeah. There are a lot more trucks than I thought. Yep. Buddy says, a truck is a car. Did you Google it? And that's what Google says. Oh, there it comes. I don't even know why I need to ask. I should have just known. Car is a road vehicle, typically with four wheels, powered by an internal combustion engine and able to carry a small number of people. So this is like that square rectangle thing. A truck can be a car, but a car cannot be a truck. So is it like a rectangle can be a square, but a square can't be a rectangle? That if you look at the definition, did I switch those, Kevin? Yes, you did. Okay. So a square can be a rectangle. But a rectangle can be a square. But a rectangle square. cannot be a square. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, By definition. So there we go. And um, Buddy's incorrect. So moving on. I don't know. <laughs> the dictionary says so. Question number two. Let's see if we can bond over this one. Team train <gasps> or team bus? Oh, wow. Which that is one, a super good question. Which one do you would you rather travel on? Oh, they're both very fun. Um, really? Yeah. I enjoy them both. Really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Um, I've never, I have driven bus before, and I've never driven train. I'd like to drive a train. That'd be so cool. Oh, you're in the driving capacity. You're not oh, in the no, riding I, capacity. Totally riding as well. Oh, okay. Riding as well, but, you know, I would, I would like to, I would just like to drive a train. Um, so far, Priscilla's train, Johnny's train, <clears throat> Buddy is, I think that's train. Grayson is train. Shannon is train. Kevin Buck is bus. George yeah. says train. Toot toot. Jo Jade says team train. Grayson says although those double decker buses in England are cool. That's yes. that's valid. That's, that's valid. A thing. Yes. Pastor Cole says team train. I love to take a nice train ride through the mountains during fall. Buses are slow and boring. Hey, you know what, Pastor Nicole? I had a great idea for having a steam train here in Albemarle during the season. Like we went into the into the the mountains and then came back. I thought that'd be cool. So of the two, I I think I've spent more time on a bus, uh -huh. but I don't love buses. Like that's no. that's really cramped, it like is. sort of a thing. Yeah. Trains, like there are different cars that you can yeah. move between, yeah. like there's more seating in it. Right. And I have been on a train. I don't know why this is I know it happened. There are there's pictures, but I mm -hmm. and for a long time I thought it was real. Okay. As an adult, I now realize it was a play, but I was on a train with my parents, and there was, like, some stage play of, like, robbers coming in and, like, steal, like, break, I don't know, like, okay. I, I don't remember what it was, but I remember them taking my bow, and so for years, like, I was a little girl, for years, I told people that I had been on a train that got held up by robbers, and it was only until I was an adult that I was like, no, no, that was a thing. That's how the bow came back into my life. Like, it's, <laughs> it's what it was. <laughs> um, wow. Yes. Johnny says, spend nine hours in a Greyhound, in a greyhound bus. Nope. Um, Buddy says, buses are more dirty. Truth. And trains are more classy. I feel like also true. Pastor mm. Cole says, and you can dance and drink hot chocolate on a train. I'm assuming that's a Polar Express reference. Yep. I've never watched it, but I've read the book. So I'm going to assume that's what it is. Yeah. Buddy off to the side says, yep, because he knows I've not seen it, and it's a point of contention. Um, question number three. Isn't it with you? Or maybe it's murky. I don't remember. Team baseball or team football? Yes. Team baseball yes. or team football? Which one? 
We're going to be bonding. Baseball. All day. Come on. All day. Mm. Team baseball all mm. day long. Yeah. I know how baseball works. Mm -hmm. I've watched, I don't know how many football games. <clears throat> I have no idea how yeah. football works. Yeah. Like, baseball from George in mm -hmm. all caps because that's my husband. That's right. Cubs all day. That's Johnny right. says baseball. Rachel's, Rachel says baseball. Uh, Buddy says football. football. He's a soccer man. Mm -hmm. I'm but, with you. But Buddy's got to pick one. Yeah. Kevin says baseball. Natalie says football. There's our, fir our first football. Mm -hmm. Grayson says this is hard because fall is my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, Pastor Nicole and Luke both say baseball. <laughs> the rights are coming in strong with baseball. Baseball is American. It's true. Um, Grayson says, so naturally I'm inclined toward football because she loves fall, but she loves watching baseball. Mm -hmm. In the fall is when the World Series happens. That's right. So right. you you just got to hold out to like November, end of That's October, right. November, and you get to watch the ultimate baseball game. That's true. That's true. And you know what? Football is really cool. Okay. Sure. Um, but for some reason, I just I just really, really love baseball. I've been a Red Sox fan since I, I don't even remember. Um, you know, my grandfather's a Red Sox fan. Uh, growing up in Vermont, everything was Red Sox. Baseball yeah. is excellent. Absolutely. And I mean, here's the thing. Of the two, I feel like baseball is more wholesome. I feel mm. like football is just a whole bunch of men in tight little spandex outfits that are uncomfortable to normal people watching. Um, and I don't, if you want to see things get violent, go to a hockey game. Hockey is way better than football. Uh, things get bloody in hockey and football. Like you move about 10 feet and everybody jumps on you and everything stops for about 10 seconds while they have massive huddles. And then they reposition themselves. And when they get repositioned, they then run for, I don't know, maybe a couple more feet and then more people jump them. It doesn't do, like, it's so boring. <laughs> so boring. Wow. Um, <laughs> so boring. <laughs> I, I don't know how it yeah. works. That is what is visually happening on the television screen. If I understood yeah. it, sure. Yeah. Uh, it may be better, but I don't know how it works. It, it just looks like massive group attack hugs, and then you just stand back up and, I don't know. It's fine. And they pat each other and all that. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I, although they do that in baseball, too. So, I mean, that's just sports. Like, that's. I feel like that just happens. George says the World Series happened one time in 2016. Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. George is going to be super pleased. Question number whatever we're on. Three, four, five, I don't know. Team fishing or team kayaking? Ooh, that's a good one. Pastor Nicole says, tell us what you really think about football, Barrett. I'm, there you go, guys. That was my soapbox of the day. All right. So <laughs> can we broaden the spectrum of kayaking to include canoes? Sure. I'm down. Canoeing. Absolutely. Yep. Kevin Buck says fishing. Um, Natalie says, wow, there's a lot more fishing than I thought there would be. Natalie says fishing. Well, so much. Johnny's kayak. George's kayaking. Yeah. Come on, George. Priscilla's fishing. Grayson says, can kayak fishing be a thing? Absolutely. Joni says both. Pastor Cole says team fishing because then you get supper. I'm team kayaking. Mm. I'm team kayaking. You're yeah. awesome. Look, bonding. We're bonding right now. This is now. happening, This is guys. unity. Uh, you've never been kayaking, Pastor Nicole? What? Wow, I want to take you kayaking. Oh, my word. Next summer, like, I'm going to add it into my phone as soon as I step off the segment and mm. be like, kayaking date with Pastor Nicole because this needs to happen. I feel like Pocahontas every time I get on 
in a kayak, and I know it's not the same thing, but I sing very loudly just around the river bend every time I kayak. It's probably why George like kayaks behind me, um, so it's not like the same time. But yeah. I like it's it, it's a wonderful Pocahontas time. And she paints. <laughs> she paints with all the colors of the wind. It's true. <laughs> Rachel says that she wants to come. Babe, come right on. This will mm -hmm. be. Uh, we can make this happen for Let's sure. Do it. Um, Is there a nice river up here that we can? Morrow Mountain. You can kayak and canoe at Morrow Mountain. Yeah, Super cheap. I'm in. Super cheap to do. Uh, <laughs> let's do a boomerang day. We do a boomerang day. We all go uh, kayak and canoeing. Pet Grayson says, you are, Barrett. You are Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> Luke says he wants to come kayaking. <clears throat> Done, son. Weird. Guys, for those who are watching live, we just planned our next boomerang outing, kayaking and canoeing. And for like the other three, they can fish on the side. That's fine. We um, do lunch plus remote. That would be excellent. <gasps> like GoPros that we can just like fix. Yeah. Our, absolutely. <laughs> Kevin says that we have to fish to have lunch plus. So Kevin is in charge of the fishing is what right, I'm getting. Cool. Um, that's fine. I'll canoe and kayak. Amen. Let's do it. This has been lunch plus family chat. Yes. Church family kayaking just got planned. It happened live before your eyes. So we are super excited to have you here with us. We're going to hop into the prices. Whoa, right. And it's going to be such a good one. And stick around to watch our brand new segment, What's Right Elementary. That word. Yep. <laughs> so take this time, share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet. And we're going to be right back with The Prices Will Right. See you guys. Your glasses off. Well, hey guys. hi. I was trying to see if I was too short or too tall, so that's what that's what this was. I don't know. I'm here. Wiggles, get them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have an awesome broadcast for you today. Here's what's coming up. First up, we have my favorite segment, The Price is Right. After that, we have a time of prayer, followed by our new segment, What's Right Elementary. Not elementary, elementary. Mm -hmm. After that, we have a powerful time in the word for what's the word. But first up, we have The Price is Right. Right. <laughs> All right, well, guys, it's time for The Price is Right. I'm excited about this. I'm Me too. ready. Me too. Oh, man. I've only gotten to play like once before, and I'm very ready. I'm very excited. Wow. New crazy mm -hmm. did, you, did you win? I thought it'd be good. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I played against Abby, so probably not because the right anointing <laughs> is strong. That's true. But yeah. All right. Well, guys, here's how this game goes. All right. We're going to be showing you five random items that, that I found on the internet. All right. Um, so most of these items are things that you can buy. Okay. All right. Um, and here's how, how it goes. Um, one of our contestants will be guessing how much they think the item costs. 
right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Pastor Nicole says, Luke says this is one of his favorite segments as well. Oh. I'm so thankful. That. Anything that Luke like puts his stamp of blessing yes. on, I'm like, that's the best. <laughs> that one's great. Luke's so this is officially Luke's the best segment. That's pretty much oh, what yeah, just happened. Um, Except for the word. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to put the item up on the screen. You're going to have to guess how much you think that item costs. And we want you guys to participate as well. Put in the comments, how much do you think these items cost? And then the other contestant will have to guess whether they think it's higher or lower than what the first person guessed. Awesome. All right? Let's okay. jump in. I'm going to have Barrett go first. Yay! Right? Because, you know, it's, it's been a while. So exciting. All right, so here's our first item for the price is right. Okay. Have you ever wanted a personal video message from Chuck Norris? Nope. Have you ever wanted him to wish you a happy wow. birthday or wish a friend a, ha- wow. a happy anniversary? Well, you can have a personal message from Chuck Norris okay. sent directly to your phone. How long is it? I don't know, like maybe 30 seconds, a minute. Okay. So I, I've looked these up before, not Chuck Norris's. The cameos? Yeah. yeah. But I've looked them up to price them for different things. Okay. I think... So when I looked them up before, it was for like B-list actors, and they were at about $300 for every 30 seconds to a minute. Chuck yeah. Norris is more famous, but less famous now than he was a little bit ago. I'm going to say $450. $450. Yep. All right. I, I really appreciate that there was a long process. I, want you to get, I wanted to give you what happens <laughs> in my brain. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, Kevin, do you think it's higher or lower? Uh, okay. So for me, all right, just for me, mm-hmm. the second she started talking about B-list actors and Chuck Norris, you know, up above, but At a little bit At this moment, less, it's B-list. I, I got to, I mean, inside me, it's like yelling, wait, 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 this is Chuck Norris. I understand. Mm-hmm. It's got to be higher. Okay. Whether, whether it is or not. <laughs> It should be higher. Jade said, didn't it's Chuck Norris die? <laughs> no, Chuck Norris is not if dead. This is like no, from the grave. Not, this is not. a different sort of price. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it's Chuck Norris. So and Johnny, he, perfectly I'm sure he priceless. Can death. <laughs> you get me. You get me. Priceless. Priceless. So, so you're saying higher? Definitely higher. Higher than $450? Totally higher. higher. How much would it cost to get a personal message from Chuck Norris? $300. Yes. Oh. yes. $300. Yeah, yeah, it's not much. Money well spent, I guess. <laughs> it's on sale today. I'm going to go find it now and buy it. There you go. It's an app called Cameo. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, here's the thing. Chevy Chase is on there. And, like, I'm I, not sure I, his, like 400? I think they were 500, but then I, because I, I, you can look at sample ones, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's ancient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's old. I didn't realize how old he he's was. Old. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. All Can't right, so that's a, one point Can't for Barrett. It. Well done, Barrett. Okay, Barrett. All Thank right. you. Next item of the day we have... The useless box. Now, here's the best thing about this box. You can bring it back to us. Um, I was gonna. I have. I actually own this item. Do you really? I was gonna bring it. Pastor does too. I forgot. The so you know what the useless box, box does. Mm-hmm. All right. It's okay. a box. It has a switch on it. Yeah. When you, when you turn the switch on, a little hand comes out and turns it off. Then you f- flip it on. A little hand switches it off. Okay. That's the useless box. You turn yeah. it on. A little hand turns it off. I would have brought it as, a, as an, a, an illustration, but I forgot. So I'm sorry to all of our viewers. It's pretty fun to play with, though. It's super fun. Like, I would sit there and just turn it on. That's all it does. It yeah. just, it, it's just like you turn it on and it turns it on. So Pastor used to have it in his old office, like in our, our last building. And mm-hmm. so anytime I had a meeting with him in there, like while he was getting ready to start, I'd just do that until he was like, Barrett, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. 
How much do you think, Kevin, the useless box costs? Pastor Cole says, it's free for me because my hubby has it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't get over how, why you guys think that's even fun. Um, <laughs> Honestly, like when I was, when I was younger, like in middle school, I wanted nothing more than that useless box. And it took me like has it been around that years. long? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me like seven years. Middle school, was that like a couple of years ago for you? You're pretty young. How long ago? Was that like, was like shade from Kevin ago. Buck right there? Yeah, he's, like young. That. he's young. He's very young. It was like 17 years ago, yeah. Or 15 years ago. How long have you had this little thing? Probably about seven years. I think Serena got it for me. Aw. Huh, I'm going to go 1850. 1850, that's specific. Yes. I'm trying to, trying to get in that $5 range. Higher. Right, I got you. You think it's higher, higher. than 1850? Yep. You seem pretty confident. All right, how know. much? I don't think it's much higher. Like, I don't think yeah. this is like a $500 thing. This <laughs> is solid gold. How <laughs> much is the useless box? Ten. Hey, oh, oh good job, way Mr. low, Kevin. way low. Yeah. Why did it take you that long to obtain one if it was $10? Well, growing up, you could only buy the kit, and the kits oh. were like 60 bucks. Oh, okay. So, so Were eventually, you built it yourself? Yeah. yeah. So eventually they got to the point where people mm -hmm. would pre-build Now that would have been more fun. Yeah. <laughs> Click. Good job, Mr. Kevin. Click. Yeah, okay. Well done. Hey, All right, it's one-to-one. One. One. Once yep. again, like every other price is right. <laughs> I don't know why it always happens this way. We All right. start strong. Third oh. item. Third item. Pastor says I love those. Oh, oh thumb wrestling. A, a thumb wrestling ring. Have you ever wanted to amp up your thumb wrestling game? That is cool. I need you to know. Funny how you go off the ropes on that one. In all glass houseness, I almost bought this for you for Christmas. Like the other day I <laughs> saw it and I'm like, that would be a fun Christmas present for That's buddy. That's <laughs> great. Well, so are you guessing the price? I'm guessing you probably have a pretty accurate guess. Um, well, I almost bought it at TJ Maxx, so mm. I don't know what online vendor, vendors are selling it That's for. True. So I would guess $12.99. $12.99. All right, Kevin, how much do you think? Do you think it's higher or lower than $12.99? And guys, remember, you can put in the comments what your guesses are as well. I'm gonna go lower. Lower than twelve ninety. Lower, yeah. All right. I could probably make one of those at a home. A thumb wrestling yeah. ring. How much does it cost? Eight ninety nine. Kevin, you're coming in strong. Hey. Yeah, but you were within. What'd you say? Twelve ninety nine. I did. You so were I was within the five dollars. You were so within the five. So it's two to two. Ah, she still gets the point. Two exciting. to two. Well okay. done. Johnny says someone at the church has one of those because they played it at men's group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing men's group. You know, the waitress coming it. in. Bring like, it next well, time. They're in lunch and Bring it. everyone's thumb wrestling. Bring it. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Whoever in our church owns these, please yes. bring them. Bring it. We'll have a new segment. <laughs> thumb wrestling wars. Put my little cape on my, th my thumb. All right. <sighs> our fourth item of the day. I'm excited about this one. This is when it gets fun. Uh, drive a tank experience. Okay, you're literally looking up things that I've almost either purchased for you <laughs> or I've almost bought for George. That's like, this was a thing. Drive a tank That's experience. That's unfortunate for you. Yes. Who's guessing the price? Okay, though? so here, you're guessing the price. So here, here's, here's the, what's involved. You drive a tank, and with, with the package that, that I'm sharing, you also get to run over a car. Run Is over this one a in car. Texas? Uh, I don't remember where. Run it over is. a it car with a tank. I don't think there's many places that you can do this. <laughs> to be How many times you get to run it over? Do you get like oh. back up and time out? Hundredth comment alert. Yeah. Woo -woo -woo. Goes to Johnny Shaver. Well done, Johnny. Johnny. Blessings poured out on you. Five hundred dollars <laughs> for that blessing. experience. <laughs> yeah. That was Let's like one of those car thinks. lot like things that just stand and flop around. That's all that it was. <laughs> all yes. right. 
So, anyway, congratulations, Johnny. Mm -hmm. um, so, how much do you, you know think? You know what? He hit the hundred. I'm going with what he said. Five hundred dollars. Okay. I'm gonna go with Johnny. All right, Bear. Do you think it's higher or lower than five hundred? How long are they in the tank for? Uh, oh, I didn't get I that think about kind of an hour. detail. I mean, higher. Higher than what he said? Mm -hmm. $500? Higher. All right. How much is it the drive and tank experience? It is $749.99. I need to find where this one is because this is much cheaper than the one that we found in Texas. Wow. Really? Yep. I'll, I'll send you a link. Okay. That's a little bit spendy. Merry <laughs> Christmas, George. <laughs> you realize you can, drive a, a, you can drive a NASCAR at Lowe's Motor Speedway. Well, it's but you can't drive over a car you with can the NASCAR. <laughs> you might yeah. be able to, but it <laughs> might not oh, end as well. Yeah, All right. yeah. The last item that we have today for the price is right. It, obviously, you can't buy it because it's already owned, but I wanted to put it on oh, here what as it's, well. Oh, what it's worth. All right. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So we're doing what it's worth. The last, okay. Our fifth item for the price is right is the world's most expensive home. Ooh. It's in, it's called Antilla or Antilla. I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Tony Stark's house? No. But it, it is. Looks like it's that. in. It's in India. It should have an A there. It, it's a house in India, in a, a city in India that I forget what it's called. It starts with an M. Can you put it back up? Yeah, Manila. Is that is that? Uh, sure. Does it come furnished? Oh yeah, yeah. So so here's what it's furnished. It's the building. Yeah, put it up. Put it back on up on the screen if you can. Thank you. The building is 27 stories tall. It has over 400,000 square feet. With amenities wow. such as three helipads, air traffic control, a 168-car garage, a ballroom, nine high-speed elevators, a 50-seat theater, terrace gardens, a swimming pool, a spa, a health center, and a snow room that spits out snowflakes from the walls. What? Who's making this? Five dollars. I'll give you five dollars. Uh, billionaires, apparently. <laughs> billionaires, oh, huh? Oh, Thank no. you. Crap. Billions, guys. Oh, yeah, that We're was totally. Billions. in the garage. I broke, I broke the game. <laughs> no, you didn't. I broke the game. All right, no, we would have been, we like, would have been. Are, are we including air traffic control in this yeah. price? Like, does the home include paying all the people in the home, or is it just the it's home? It's the value of the home. It, so and um, all the things within yeah well also in this home there mm. is there is um amenities for like i think 150 servants oh not my servants gracious. Oh, oh. probably servants is india um okay so i'm going to say it's big <laughs> there's a lot in there there's i would say <laughs> 5.4 billion. 5.4 okay. billion. All right, Kevin, you think it's that, more or less? What does that work out to? That's like a thousand. I don't know what that works out it's, to. It's a, it works out to <laughs> a lot crazy, of money. Man, that this is, is where I money. feel like you have an advantage because I'm like, let's just pick a number that sounds good. And Kevin's like, either. I'm going to figure out the math. <laughs> Pastor Brian said if it's 10 the most billion dollars in evil voice. I'm going higher. You're going higher than I mean, whatever she's Yeah, there's other, there's other homes that'll be What'd in the building. What'd you say, 5.4? So. 5.4. I don't know how much. I'm, it's I'm going to go higher. It's got to be ridiculous. It's really got to be ridiculous. What, what I'm banking on is maybe their money is less than, like, here. And maybe it's, in, I don't know. It's possible. Tell me. It's still right, the most Joni expensive guess is in lower. the world. All right, how much is the world's most expensive home worth? <gasps> Only 2.2 2. 2 is on billion. sale. So you win. Excited. You win. Two point two. That's 2. the that's 2. the highest. That's the highest. I literally just that. almost came off my chair, guys. I was so says. excited. <laughs> the internet said. That's what the internet says. So. I'm thinking other people's you know. places have gone for. Maybe per square foot, Kim. 
Who owns <laughs> no, I should have. I should have. Um, yeah. Like six people. Should have checked with my real, <laughs> my real estate uh, agent wife. I should have checked with Pastor her. Brian said it's a deal. Yep. On sale now. <laughs> Two point two. Yeah. Well. Okay. I can't afford it either way. Yeah, they actually did the math. Um, no, you know, when I said 150 servants, I was wrong. Um, it's actually like 100 servants per person that lives there, and there's six people that live there. That's so there's 100 cool. servants per for each one person. That and that's still only 2.2 billion. Yeah, it's still 2.2 huh. billion. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for The Price is Right. Now we're going to be moving on to a time of prayer. It's going to be powerful. So we'll see you right there. Amen. the show then you know that here at the broadcast we go through a list of confessions each and every single week that come directly from the word of God and today we are going to be continuing that uh, confession time with confessions number six and number seven on that list if you would like to have these seven confessions that we make if you'd like to have them in a list then send us a message on the what's right Facebook page and we will send those to you so that you can have them as well. But will you please join me with your faith today as we make these confessions? When I say them, I want you to say them with me and join your faith with mine because the word works. And when two or more are in agreement, that's when things happen here, here on the earth. So let's put up confession number six. And it says, we keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Now let's make this personal, declare this about yourself, and I'll declare it about myself. I keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And let's put up this last one. I love this one. The struggle is over. And just say this with me. I struggle with nothing. I overcome all. Hallelujah. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that with you, we have overcome the world. You overcame the world, so we overcome the world. God, we thank you for your love. We thank you, Father, for your mercy. We thank you, Jesus, that we look like you. We line up right now with you. Jesus, we remove any bias. We just give ourselves to you. Right now, say, Jesus, I give myself to you. Shine your light on me. Expose any areas that have had darkness and reveal your truth to me. I commit to living like you lived. And as I live like you, that is when I will increase. Jesus, I receive your increase in wisdom. I have the mind of Christ. I have an anointed mind. I think anointed thoughts. Put your hand on your head. You are the prophet over your own life. So Jesus, I think God thoughts. 
mind line up with the will of God, line up with the will of the Spirit, I think God level thoughts. Anything else I take captive and I put it into the obedience of Christ. Jesus, thank you for increasing me in favor. I have favor in your eyes and I have favor in the world. Jesus, I increase in maturity. I am not immature in the things of God or in the things of this world. I am mature. I'm a mature believer. I don't just feast on the milk. We feast on the meat of the word. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you that today you grow us up in the things of God. Thank you for moving us past just drinking the milk like babies do, but feasting on the word, feasting on the meat. God, thank you for giving us a supernatural appetite for your things. God, we thank you. Today's a growing up kind of day, and we grow up with you, and we don't struggle to do it. We abide in you, you abide in us, and your yoke is easy, your burden is light, and we struggle with no thing. Even though we walk in the valley of the shadow of death, we don't stay in that valley, we walk through that valley, and we walk through that valley quickly. In the name of Jesus, your wisdom is leading us through that valley quicker and quicker, and there's an anointing on us to bring an oasis in the middle of a desert. God, no matter what that desert has looked like, we say, I'm anointed to bring fruit to every desert place that my foot touches. I'm anointed to bring life and bring life in abundance because that's what my Lord did and that's what I'm called to do. I bring fruit wherever I go in Jesus' mighty name. That's who you are. That's who we are. And praise God that today is your day to grow in the things of God higher than you've ever been before. Amen. God is so good. And we thank you for joining us with prayer. Grayson says, Shoo, the anointing is here, my friend. God is good. The anointing will manifest in your home. Are you ready to receive it? Then just call on his name and he's there. And we thank you for joining us for prayer. And we are going to hop over into What's Right Elementary with Buddy, Marky, and Kevin. Stick around and find out what this new segment holds. It's going to be a good one. Hey guys, and welcome to What's Right Elementary. All right, this is, Barrett likes the background, I guess. We are in the halls right now of What's Right Elementary. And here's how this game goes. We are basically going to be testing to see, would you pass elementary school right now? At this point, oh my. where you're at, would you be able to pass <laughs> elementary school? Now, come on, this is elementary school, you know? Yo, yeah, so, sure. So what we have is we have questions from first grade level to fifth grade level, all right? And we'll work our way up. Um, but here's how it goes. We're, so Maybe we need to start a little bit lower. Uh, no? No, that's not elementary school. That's preschool. And? <laughs> and? I can push a truck, okay? I can do that. That's, okay. that's preschool, right? 
push trucks in sure. the sandbox? Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, well, anyway, <laughs> so here's, here's what we're going to do, all right? Since we're in elementary school, I'm going to ask the question, okay. and the first person to raise their hand will get to answer the question. If you're wrong, I will transfer it over to the next person, and they'll have an opportunity to, to give the answer. Okay. All right, at one point... Each of you have one lifeline to where you can look at the screen and the people, uh, our viewers, are able to give you their answers. Only one? All right. Only one only point. One. All right. Only one you, point. Yeah, only once. You only get one lifeline. But you guys can put your answers in the comments as much as you want. You know, you just can't look at it. Be ready. Right. Okay. Have your comments ready if yeah. I need you. Yeah, Mark, definitely I, have I your comments I feel ready. like that you would do better on this side and maybe I need to stand over there. But we're gradually, our, our heights are going gradually down. Well, when you switch, it'll... I want to be the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly the same, so... Okay! Because right, that way, I won't be able to look at the screen. Ah, uh, well, if you look at the screen, you're just... You have, you, yeah. you have suspension. Uh, zero. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll Great. be suspended. All right. Well, guys, we're going to jump in with first grade math. All right? How do you feel about math? Um, it is my least favorite subject. <laughs> Amen. All right. Amen. Well... Well, so we're going to jump into first grade math, all right? Okay. Here's your first question, and again, uh, you throw up your hand, throw the first person hand. to throw okay. up their hand, all right. <clears throat> we'll, we'll have the chance to answer the question first. Here we go. All right, here's your question. Okay. What was the first day of the 20th century? I need day, month, and year. Day, month, and year? Yes. Or okay, month, day, so year. of the 20th century. Yes. All right. All right, that would be January one. 1900. All right, that is wrong. Thank you. That is wrong. You have a chance to take over. That's All wrong? Right. Yes. That was what? my answer. <laughs> <laughs> the first day of the 20th century. Uh, the first day of the first year of the 20th century. I don't, how is that not the answer? You have five seconds. Is it, no, that's, is, uh, I don't understand. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. All right. The correct answer is January 1st, 1901. The 20th century began in 1901. The, ni the 19th century ended in, in year 1900. Does that what? make sense? Do you understand? Yeah, I'm going to dispute that, but that's okay. Let's move on. Well, a century is 100 years, so the 100th year it is, is, is the end of... Of that century. Really? The, I always thought it The first started... year of the next century starts in the first year. Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. Cool. You know, first grade math century is 100. Interesting. All right. Well, let's jump into second grade. What a great start. To wow. What, to the what's right. <laughs> See, look, uh, Pastor got that one right. Of course he did. Um, so, <laughs> um, so let's jump in. We're in second grade grammar now. Okay. All right. Second grade grammar. Okay. All right. All right, you good with English? Yes. You speak it pretty well. All right. Here, here's, <laughs> Pastor said, suspension for you. I know, right. right? Here's your question for second grade grammar. Okay. What is the term for a word that has the opposite meaning of another word? All right. Antonym. That is correct. Well done. It's funny. Whenever I ask these questions to Serena, she got real excited and she said, acronym. I'm like, no, but super close. Nice try. All right, that's, that's right. one point for Kevin. Well done. Whew. Well done. Nice. All right, now we're moving into third grade. All right, third grade. And guys, remember, you can, you can put your answer in the comments yeah, as well. Yeah, you can. All right, third grade science. 
What is the process by which plants eat and make energy? Kevin. Photosynthesis? Photosynthesis Good is job. correct. Well done. Well done, Kevin. That's Ooh. two points for you. All right. All right, Marky, you got to jump in quicker. I got to be a quicker. Be a little more confident in yourself because we're moving okay. on to fourth grade geography. Okay. Fourth grade geography. Here's your question. Oh, no. Where is the largest desert in the world located? Marky. I, I don't know. I'm going to guess. Um, Remember, you have a lifeline if you need it. Oh! Uh, guys, where is the largest <laughs> desert in the world located? All right, you're using your lifeline. I'm, I'm using assuming. my lifeline. All right, guys, put it in the comments. Where is the largest type, desert in the world type, located? Type, type, if I had a type, guess without type, a lifeline, type, type. how would that work? Um, you just wouldn't look at the screen. Okay, but if I had a... Okay, go ahead. All right, I raised they're coming my in. Hand. They're you did coming. raise your hand. My... You did raise your hand, so it's your answers. The answers are coming oh. in. Okay, uh, Africa. The... Africa is, I mean, is that specific or, so enough? Wanting, Correct. It's northern Africa. That was like really. Is it the Saharan? I was expecting it Saharan to be. Desert? Yes, I was expecting it to be need to be more specific than that. But sure, well, Africa. Well, it spans across multiple countries, so it's uh, not just a specific country. It's uh, George says on Earth. Professional <laughs> uh, <laughs> says in the sand. Wow, what great answers you <laughs> that, George. I <laughs> if I knew it was just like a continent, I would have, I would have said Africa, but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, no, it's north. It's in northern Africa. Well done, guys, who are helping out. Awesome. Said, isn't the Antarctica desert? Um, okay. No. Isn't it I think the Antarctica is Whoa. desert, but it is not. Didn't you say sand desert? No. Oh, I thought that. Moving on to fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. My bad. Fifth grade history. All right. Okay. What was the name of the last queen of France? What was the name of the last queen of France? This is fifth grade history. Guys, if you know it, put it in the comments. You guys don't look at the screen. <laughs> what oh, wait, was we're the not name? allowed to look at the screen? No. Oh, okay. The name of the last queen of France. Um, I've got a name in my mind, but I believe she was the queen of Spain. <laughs> Pastor said something French sounding. Hint, she was beheaded. Oh, wait. I think there were multiple. Wait. <laughs> I'm sure that. Mm. All right, Marky, what's your answer? I'm going to say Mary. Just Do I have to Mar have like the whole thing? Uh, gonna... You need to be more specific than that. Okay. It's. I, Mary's all I got. Mary. That, no. Is Mary. Is that it? That's just my answer is Mary. But if it needs to be more specific. It, need, it needs to be more specific. Marilyn. No, I'm right. just kidding. Well, yeah, there, it's, um, you're, you're very close. Is it Anne-Marie? Queen Anne-Marie? Like, like the chocolates with <laughs> the cherries? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie? Yeah. That is also wrong. The correct answer, and I've seen it in the comments, it's Marie Antoinette. Ah. Oh. Marie, Mary, Marie. It's close. Oh, that was close. Yeah, it's close. Really good, really but good. It was Marie Antoinette. Awesome. Oh. Well, guys, we've come to the conclusion that you might pass <laughs> elementary it's school. It's not looking good. <laughs> but like, just by the skin of your it's teeth. It's not looking that's, good. Wow. <laughs> that's okay. You guys were very... You guys did very well, though. I'm very yeah, pleased with you guys. And guys, thanks. thank you for participating in the comments. Uh, you guys did very well. 
as well. Well, thank you for joining us for What's Right Elementary. Our, this was our first time ever doing this. Let us know in the comments if you, if you liked this segment, if you enjoyed it. Uh, we had fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, it was a good time. It was a good time. All right, now we're moving on to What's the Word? It's going to be powerful. Make sure you get your notebook out. Make sure you're ready to take some notes because there's, God has a word for you today. Yes. So now we're going to be moving on to What's the Word? See you guys. I'm walking down the road. That was Buddy's Bible. Hello. <laughs> Making a grand entrance. Um, welcome to What's the Word? Did you like What's Right Elementary? Um, it was good. Let's see how many different... That's the correct Sorry. way to pronounce it, though. I looked it up. Elementary? No, elementary. Oh, uh, yeah, that's how you say it. Sure. Elementary. Um, uh, Priscilla said, good thing you only had to pass once. That's also <laughs> that's very true. true. But, I, like, in going through, I'm like, I taught kindergarten and I don't I don't think my skills would have gone any higher. Like, I don't know. In kindergarten. Grayson was like the most encouraging ever mm, in the yeah. comments though. She's like, you guys are so close. You're doing so well. <laughs> like she's she's the exhorter in the group. Guys, if you need a boost, talk to Grayson. <laughs> I, I'm having issues with my cord piercing. Yes. You, you wouldn't have recognized Buddy earlier today because he came in wearing glasses and it was very, as Kevin Nowicki said, it was very Buddy Holly-ish. And I wish that you were going to see it, but he decided not to shock you today because it was, it was pretty shocking. It was, apparently. It was. It, it shocked everybody. <laughs> but we're super excited to have you on What's the Word today. If you are just now hopping on, share the broadcast. Whoa, the glasses are coming. Look at what happened. Kevin happens. was like looking at me like, come on. Come Is it on. time? I guess so. Look, it's Clark Kent. What happened? Where'd Buddy go? <laughs> Where'd oh, Buddy no. go? <laughs> it's <laughs> me, guys. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh so hard. Um, if you guys are just now hopping on, go ahead, take this time, share the broadcast because we're going to have a great and powerful word for you today. Mm -hmm. And sure. I want to know who's on and watching right now. So if you're on, comment and say, I'm ready to receive the word today. Pastor was laughing at your glasses on, glasses off moment. Is that what he was laughing at? I think so. I'm just going to choose to believe that's what it was. Oh, there <laughs> you are, buddy. <laughs> Here I am. Here we are. Yeah, put in the comments right now if you're watching. I'm ready to receive the word today. I am so excited for this. Priscilla's on. Grayson's on. Johnny's on. George is on. No, like Grayson is the one who commented what I said. Everybody else is not over your glasses right now. Like, <laughs> Pastor says, I'm ready to receive the word today from Mexico. Pastor Brian is in Mexico ministering the word of God. And it's, we're so excited to have him down there. The Lord is just doing a great work through him and the team that he is with. And we're excited for him to be there. Yeah. So yeah, so today we're going to be continuing our How to Apply Faith to Win uh, series. Yesterday we talked about 
about working your faith. And yeah. today, I think, maybe, I, I always get a little nervous when I say we're wrapping something up because that normally means it's going to go longer. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if we're wrapping up, but we're wrapping up today. I don't know. With our final... It, with scheduled scheduled <laughs> part of this, <laughs> which is yeah. part 10? 11, I think. 11, and it's continuous praise and thanksgiving. Pastor yeah. says he's happy to have the internet. That's a blessing. Amen. For sure. <laughs> so, yeah, praise and thanksgiving. We've mm -hmm. given a whole bunch of parts up to this point mm -hmm. resting, working your faith, like standing on the word. Mm -hmm. Yesterday is working your faith, and today, mm -hmm. Praise and thanksgiving. Have you ever heard someone, I won't make it personal to you. Have you ever heard someone else, not you, you all are super holy, better than me people. Mm. I've done this. Have you ever heard someone say, like they've gone up for prayer, they've worked their faith, they've stood up in the prayer line and they've been prayed for and they're like, I receive it. And then 10 minutes later, it's, well, I hope that worked. Like, mm. I hope so. Continuous praise and thanksgiving yeah. keeps us from the oopsies, like out of our <laughs> mouth. Like, oops, I, yeah. I didn't mean to oops, cancel. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> I played with your heart, got lost in the game. Okay, so we need to bring that super back around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put, put in the comments, I will not let oopsies come out of my mouth. O-O-P-S-I-E-S. -E that is how you can spell that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, well, like when yeah. you say something, not even realizing that you're saying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's well, what it is. Like the world has conditioned us to talk that way. Yeah. You know, the world has conditioned us to, to speak what our flesh feels. The world has conditioned us, you know, with all these stupid cliches, you know, yeah. that, that are completely unbiblical and completely ungodly. And like it wasn't fully until like I moved here you know, that I began to recognize all the cliches and all the things that I've said that's just, yeah. I'm just regurgitating the lies that the world's told yeah. me, you know. Um, and it's important for us to not, to not be like that. Like yeah. when you were just saying, when you were just, what you were just saying, I remember uh, Jonathan Shuttlesworth was sharing a story. I think it might have been his dad or his uncle. Um, they were, they were at a meeting and like they were doing a, uh, a healing meeting and, and a, a guy comes up with his mom who's deaf in both ears. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah, story? yeah. And, um, and uh, like they had uh, the, the minister prayed for her, her ear, ears opened yeah. up, you know, and, and, you know, as they're leaving the service, um, as they're leaving the service, literally uh, the, the son saying to his mom, mom, isn't that amazing? God healed your ears. And she said, well, I hope it lasts. And then immediately, immediately her ears shut up again. Yeah. You know, because she, she, cause she, that wasn't a confession of faith. That yeah. wasn't Thanksgiving. She wasn't like, wow, this is amazing. She was full of doubt. Yeah. And, and, and she, she was able to carry it until the doubt came out of her mouth and then yeah. it shut up her ears. Yeah. You know, she said, I hope it lasts. And, and, and her ears shut up. And we've talked and, about that. That's not hope. Yeah. Like, that's worldly hope. Worldly hope is yeah. wishing and hoping and thinking. Yeah. And praying, and somewhere, Pastor yeah. Nicole is pleased with me. Yeah, but but in yeah. the heart, she was essentially saying, "I pretty much know it's not going to last." Yeah, that's basically what she was saying in her heart. Yeah, godly mm -hmm. Bible hope is yeah. joyful, mm -hmm. confident yeah. expectation. You know, think of it this way: like 
last week I had a friend of mine reach out to me and they were like, I'm sending you this. Like I, I bought this for you as a present. It's going to be to you soon. And what was my immediate response? Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I don't physically have it yet. Yeah. Like it hasn't appeared in my That's mailbox good. yet, but I know it's coming because I trust her word. Yeah. And she, she sent me a picture of what it was. So like I had a glimpse of what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I had her word. And so my immediate yeah. response was, thank you. Thank you so much. What a blessing that is. Mm -hmm. And yeah. when we thank God, it's not, it's not done in a, well, maybe this is going to happen. It's our response in yeah. faith yeah. to what he has told us is going to happen. Yeah. God's word is true. And when we truly have Bible hope and Bible mm. faith in yeah. line, then our love overflows into gratitude and yeah. into thanksgiving and into mm. praise. Yeah. Th thanksgiving is essentially the fruit of faith. You know, yeah. it's, it's what ultimately comes out of you when you trust, yeah, 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 Grayson just said it, you trust the giver, yeah, you know, like, if I were, like, if I were to tell, you know, one of the super kids, one, you know, one of the kids at our church, hey, next week come here, and I'm going to get you a brand new Lego Death Star set, you know, yeah. like, what are they going to do, they're going to be freaking out, like, that's amazing, did you hear, they'll be telling people, like, I'm getting this, this is coming my way, they'll, they'll probably start to make space for it, figure out this is where I'm going to put it whenever I, you know, mm -hmm. they're preparing for it, and they're full of Thanksgiving, and then next week when it comes, they're coming, all right, I'm going to receive, yeah. you know, they know it, why, because they have that childlike faith, they, yeah. they haven't been taught to doubt yet, yeah. you know, and, um, because it's the world, like kids are born to have faith. They have to be taught to doubt. Yeah. And so like Thanksgiving is just the fruit of our faith. If we believe that God's going to do, that God has already done what he said he's already done. Yeah. Thanksgiving is what overflows out of us. Because yeah. we know, we tr as Grayson said, we trust the giver. We trust him. We trust that he's not withholding any yeah. good things. So that's what, that's what ultimately comes up out of us. Thanksgiving and praise and worship. Yeah. When you, when you walk into like a church and, and you know, it's just dead. No one's excited. No one's giving thanks. No, you know, worship service goes on and everyone's just sitting there, uh, maybe mumbling or mouthing the yeah. words, you know. What what's happening is there's they don't actually have a revelation of what yeah. God's done for them because yeah. like if you if you can if you're if you're walking in the full manifestation if you're seeing God do mighty things you're not just gonna sit there and just watch but you're right. gonna be excited right you know there's gonna be Thanksgiving coming out of your yeah mind. well and I mean you you're saying that children are born with faith, what leads us to doubt oftentimes is experience. Yeah. Like our, our experience hasn't mm. lined up. Like using the example you just gave, let's say that you walked up to Luke, pastor son, and you're like, Luke, I'm going to buy you that Lego death star. Mm. He's going to tell everybody about it. And yeah. if you say, Luke, I'm going to give it to you. And then the next time you see him, you don't have it. The next time you see him, you don't have it. The next time you see it, you don't have it. And it just keeps going down the line. Mm. He, it's going to cause his trust in you to break to a point. Mm. And that's oftentimes what's happened is in our experience, yeah. the giver hasn't been someone that's up, upheld our trust, you know, mm. like something somewhere has broken it. Mm -hmm. that, and 
I get it. I've had, you know, trust broken too, but this is where we need to choose to place our faith in the word and not our faith in the world. Our experience doesn't determine our doctrine. The yeah. word determines our doctrine. So just because a man or a woman or a friend or whatever has broken your trust, God will never do that. God's word is something yeah. that we can stand on. God's word creates things. And this entire word is filled with promises of who he is, yeah. what he said he'll do. Mm-hmm. And we can place our confidence in him. Mm-hmm. He's never going to break our trust. He's nev- never going to give us up, never going to let us down. I don't know why I'm sing-songy today, but you know, he won't. He's not going to rickroll us. He's going mm-hmm. to deliver of what he yeah. promised. Pastor Brian just said, we just talked about a potential second level on the treehouse. Luke told everybody about that, even when it was never promised. That's yeah. childlike faith. Yeah. 100% childlike faith believes. Mm-hmm. And we're not called to be yeah. children but we're called to have childlike faith and we can still mature in the things of God, but still maintain the childlike faith. And that faith is what leads us to thank even before we get the thing, because we trust the nature of the giver. It's not the thing that we're putting faith in. It's the giver that we're putting faith in and he's faithful. He's always faithful. Yeah. Like I'm just reminded of David, you know, whenever they're coming into the, to Jerusalem with the ark, you know, mm-hmm. and he's dancing pretty much in his underwear, you know, like he's just like so excited. He's dancing, he's praising, he's giving thanks to God, you know, why? Because like he's seeing the goodness of God manifesting right yeah. there. And, you know, and, and so he, he's so excited, so exuberant, so overjoyed that, and his wife is looking at him from the window saying, this is the king. He should be, you know, he should be yeah. dignified. He should, you know, he should, he should, you know, he shouldn't be acting like this way. He should be in a kingly manner, wearing his kingly robes and, and walking in royalty. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Da- like David was known as a man after God's own heart. Yeah. You know, that's who he was known as. And so da- like, and David offered Thanksgiving so much, like the whole book of Psalms is pretty much a ton of Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, that he gives to God. Even the Psalms of lament usually end up with him saying, but I know I'll see the goodness of God, yeah. you know, like that, that's faith. Um, but like, so here's the thing, you know, as we're thanksgiving and giving thanks to God, there, there's going to be carnal people who's going to try to come in and shut you up. Yeah. You know, there's going to be carnal people who, who see your thanksgiving and praise and they'll try to, they'll try to snuff it out. Well, don't get excited yet, just yet. You know, you don't know what's going to happen yet. Well, you know, I would caution you, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, like, or they'll just say, that's not godly. You're supposed to be dignified. You know, we're, we're church people. We should be dignified. We shouldn't, yeah. we shouldn't be dancing. We shouldn't be, you know, running around. We shouldn't be, you know, yeah. doing, you know, like it's, it's a, a religious spirit. It's just a religious deadness. But, but when we come to experience the full goodness of God, it's going to overflow in Thanksgiving. Yeah. You don't see someone who wins the lottery and they're just like, oh, that's nice. Right. You know, and, and how, like in us, we, we want something far more precious than the lottery. You know, we, we are children of the most high God. You know, I I was even reading today, just like what we have is far more precious than, than silver, than all the silver and all the gold. We have Jesus. Yeah. We have God. We have a healer, you know? Yeah. Like if, if, if you've, if like you're a cancer patient and then the doctor just comes in and say, I don't know what happened, but all your cancer is gone. Like I'm going to jump up and praise God. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, okay. 
you know, like, like, but we have access to the yeah. God who can do that, you know, yeah. who, to Jehovah Rapha, uh, the Lord, our, heal, our healer. We have access to Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. So mm-hmm. like all of my needs are provided. I have fellowship with the father. He meets all my needs. He heals all my sicknesses. He saved me from all my sin. Like, praise God. I have so much to be thankful yeah. for. I have so much to give glory to God for yeah. because he sent his son to give me access to all, to all that he has. Yeah. Like, like how can I not give thanks? The only reason I cannot give thanks is if I don't actually believe any of those things that he said is true. Right. You know, and it tells us in first Thessalonians five, verse 16, one of the shortest verses in the Bible mm. rejoice always. Always. You can memorize that one. Mm. Like, I yeah. don't know if you've ever had trouble memorizing scripture. You can memorize that one. Yeah. Rejoice <laughs> always mm. rejoice Always. Always. There's no maybe in there. It's not if things look this way or yeah. if, if it, no, it's rejoice always. And, you know, just like what I, we were praying earlier today in the segment, you know, there, Grayson put it in the comments um, that people may, you know, people, it could seem like God has failed us, mm-hmm. um, you know, and people may look like that. Like they may see us at a point where we're walking through the desert and it's like, well, why are you going to rejoice in the desert? And it's because I know that my God has anointed me to bring fruit in a desert place, to bring an oasis in a desert, Pastor Brian will say. And so to the world, it may look crazy, but the guys, we live in a world that is so apathetic. It's stupid. Like it's ridiculous. It's either apathetic or crazy, hyper emotional, Mm. and there's no in between, but the emotionality isn't rooted in Jesus. It's just, I'm going to move whichever way my emotions tell me. No, the word of God says that he's the rock, you know, the revelation that Jesus Christ is the anointed one and his anointing is the rock that the church is founded upon. So that's our foundation is that Jesus is my rock. Jesus will never fail me. Jesus will never miss it. And so let's, you know, there are times where I've prayed for things and they haven't happened or I've looked for things. Do I then look to myself as more powerful than God? Forbid me to ever think that way. For me to think that, you know, If I'm looking at myself and my experience as stronger than the word of God, I'm saying that my experience is higher than God. My experience, if something didn't happen that God wanted to happen is because I didn't line myself up properly with the word. Mm -hmm. I missed a revelation somewhere. I don't have faith somewhere. I can grow, you know, and I think one of the most humbling but powerful ways I've ever seen this done, and we've, we've talked about it on the broadcast before, was um, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, when he and his wife were expecting a child, and they lost their child. Um, horrible. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Like, that is terrible. Yeah. But yet Jonathan went on his broadcast and spoke to the people. And the he day did, after. The day, like, hours after he saw yeah. his son. Like, hours after his son passed away. And he, he did not place blame. He didn't like, he wasn't mourn. Like he was obviously had mourning, but you know, he was like, 
Jesus didn't do this. My God doesn't do this. My God is a life bringer. My G what's he doing? He's still praising God in the middle of what was terrible that the thief came in and stole. He found a way to praise God. It's like Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, when his daughter died at the age of 18, instead of like taking his, um, his grief and turning inward and just focusing on it. He, and he instead said, how many souls is it, Kevin? That he said that he'd lead to Jesus a hundred, a hundred. He, he told the Lord because the thief stole my daughter, I'm going to basically the gist of what he was saying is I'm going to ravage the kingdom of darkness and I'm going to lead a hundred. I'm going to influence people to win a hundred million souls to Jesus. And he's over 20 million now. He's over 20 million. That's finding ways to still rejoice always. In the middle of darkness, we can rejoice. In the middle of whatever it is, we can rejoice because we're not going to stay there. God's taking us through the valley of the shadow of death. We're not camping in the valley. We're walking through the valley. And God is a God who's always leading us to triumph and bringing uh, 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in the knowledge of him. And he's producing a sweet aroma of the knowledge mm-hmm. of him in every place that we go. He's yeah. always leading us to triumph. The message version says, I think it's a message. He's leading us in one perpetual victory parade after yeah. another. You're not just walking through that desert. You're leading a parade of victory in the middle of a place that looks dead. Yeah. That's who you are. We can rejoice always because he's a good God. Yeah. Uh, first, I was reading this in my devotions today. First Peter 1, 6. In this you greatly rejoice that now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Um, he's, he's saying that's not, you're not rejoicing in the trials, but yeah. that the genuineness of your faith, this is what we rejoice in, the genuineness of our faith, which is much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise honor and glory at the yeah. revelation of Jesus Christ yeah. whom having not see, seen you love though now you do not see him yet believing you rejoice with hear this joy inexpressible yeah what's joy inexpressible look like you know no words like <laughs> lots of shouting and jumping <laughs> lots of shouting and jouting jouting shouting and joyful laughing yeah. and, and, and and jumping and excitement yeah. that's what joy inexpressible means yeah and full of glory receiving the end of your faith the salvation of your souls yeah hear that you know that there's so much joy that can be found in that there's so much yeah. joy that we can find in knowing hey God is working my, my faith is building my faith is growing yeah. God's taking me out of this he's leading us into a perpetual victory parade you know, that's when we can say, consider pure joy, yeah. my brothers, when you face trials of many kinds, because it's that the testing of your faith, the same testing, what you know, that produces perseverance, mm-hmm. and so that you may be mature and complete, mm-hmm. perfect, lacking, lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. So praise God, you know, yeah. I, I can give thanks in all things, in all circumstances, yeah. You know, I, I can be thankful in all things because I know I'm only going up. Yeah. You know, when the enemy's trying to tear me down, he, he lost. I'm only going up. Yeah. You know, he he's literally just becoming a step stool so I can step myself up to yeah. the next level. You know, like he's trying to get himself in my way, but I'll just step on top and move on to the higher level. Yeah. Like that's what it is. And so we can give thanks in all circumstances. We can rejoice always because we know 
I'm only going higher. Only going higher. I'm only going higher. Put yeah. that in the comments. I'm only going higher. Yeah. You know, that's one way that we give thanks. That's yeah. one way we, we give thanks to God. Or, or one way we can walk in praise and thanksgiving is when we understand we're only going higher. And we declare that out of our mouths. You know, people should look at us and be like, how do you have so much joy, you know, with right. all that's going on in the world today? Right. Uh, I'm only going higher. My, that's my God. That's how my God works. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun. It gets yeah. brighter and brighter. Um, I remember a story. I don't remember who told this, but they were talking about um, someone who, I, th I think they were battling sickness. And, um, and as they, they were praying and praying and praying and praying and asking God to deliver them and praying and praying, and then they had a vision where Jesus walked in the door yeah. and he was carrying like the scales of justice in yep. his hands, you know, and on one end was, was prayer and on the other end was praise and yeah. prayer was way to the, way to the bottom. And Jesus said, when your praise matches your prayers, then, then yeah. your breakthrough will come. Yeah. And so they just started, okay, God, I thank you that I've already received my healing yeah. rather than God, give me my healing. No, God, I thank you. I have received father. Thank you. That healing is mine. Thank you that you heal all my sickness and all my disease. And as they were doing that, the healing manifested. Yeah. Well, and think of it this way, you know, what, imagine yourself when you were a little kid, little, what do little kids do all the time? They ask, they keep asking, they keep asking, hey, when can we do this? Hey, when can we do this? Are we there yet? Hey, hey, can we, <laughs> you know, because they don't know any better. Mm -hmm. But how frustrating would it be if Marky, you know, Marky came and asked me to, I don't know, give her a ride somewhere at four o'clock today. Yeah. Barrett, will you please give me a ride home? I need a ride home. Yeah, sure. That's not a problem. Sure, absolutely. And then at two o'clock. Barrett, will you give me a ride home? Yep, I, yep, I, I told you I would. Then at 2.30, will you give me a ride home? Three o'clock, will you give me a ride home? Shut up, <laughs> I already told you I'd give you a ride home. And she didn't do this, but you know, at some point we don't need to keep asking God, we need to thank him. Yeah. How, like it's ridiculous. God's nature is yes and amen. If we ask him for something in line with his word, if he leads us to ask for something, he's giving it to us. Yeah. So we don't need to keep asking him and keep pestering him. We need to thank him. We need to praise him yeah. because he's good. He doesn't, you know, it, the word says to remind him of it, but it's not in a begging sort of way mm -hmm. every yeah. single day. That's what the spirit of religion would have us do is go into God and, oh God, you're so great, please. That's mm -hmm. the spirit of religion. Yeah. Relationship is asking and then thanking him for it. Thank you so much for this. Thank you for blessing me. Like you don't need to keep asking, ask yeah. and then thank him, yeah. ask and then thank him. That's mm -hmm. what we need to do. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's really important for us to, to understand that we can undo our prayers mm -hmm. by the words that we say mm -hmm. or the lack of gratitude or the lack of thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, you know, we like, we can, like the pastor can lay hands on us and we can be like, oh, praise God, I received it. And then we can walk out of the service and say, oh man, you know, I'm just not, you know, and then we can just undo it. Guess it didn't the, work. Yeah, guess it didn't work. Or like just, just again, through like those, those rhetorical things, regurgitating the lies that, the, that yeah. the world says, you know, like, oh, you know, flu season's around. Oh, you know, that COVID, you know, it's, it's yeah. hitting everybody. Well, you know, it's not hitting me, you know, like, but like, 
you know, we, we can like receive, we can receive the anointing on Sunday and then, and then drop faith on Monday, you know, and, and walk the rest of our week just on our own. You know, it's important for us to hold on. And how do we hold on? How do we keep how do we stir up our faith? How do we keep fanning that flame by Thanksgiving? Father, I thank you that I received, yeah. you know, that, that healing. Father, I thank you that it's mine. You know, I thank you that it's on the way. I think it was pastor. Uh, so, someone was talking about, you know, it's like a truck, mm-hmm. you know, was that pastor? Uh, it's like, it's like whenever you make the request, uh, heaven already packaged it into a truck and the truck's on its way to your house, you know? And, and we're, we're, try, we're saying, Father, thank you. I give you glory. I give you honor. That, that's just speeding up the truck, yeah. you know. But whenever we drop faith and start, you know, just complaining, we set a roadblock and the truck can't reach us. Yeah. You know, it's already packaged. It's already on its way to you. I mean, what happened when Daniel was doing that fast? You know, he was fasting and praying for, what, 21 days? Yeah. And on the 21st day, the angel came to him and said, I was sent the first day you started fasting, yeah. you know, and praying. So he, he started coming. There was, there was a trip that needed to take place. There was a battle that needed to be fought. And then, and then he was able to come. But the second he started praying is when, is when the answer yeah. was sent. So, you know, just because it might take some time. See, our faith, put this in the comments. Our faith should never have a shelf life. Yeah. You know, it should never have an expiration date. Uh, so like we stand in faith continually by thanksgiving and yeah. praise continually. Yeah. yeah. And why, why are we saying this? Because the word tells us mm. that the thief comes immediately to seal the seed of the word. And for two weeks now, we had a little over two weeks. We have been here on the broadcast teaching how to apply faith and win. You are called to win. You are called to win in every area of your life. You're called to win. Say, uh, put it in the comments. I'm called to win. Now, why do we say this? Because do you think that your enemy, the enemy of our father is just going to sit back and be like, well, that's so good. They learned how to do that. Good for them. No. Your enemy mm-hmm. hates you yeah. because he hates God. He doesn't want you to win. He does because if you win, you're defeating him. Yeah. So what's he going to do? He's going to come. He's going to try and come mm-hmm. to steal the seed of this yeah. word. He's going to try and come to steal faith. He's going to try and come and and put yeah. a symptom out there to see if you'll grab a hold of it. Mm-hmm. That's what he'll do, Pastor. Yeah taught a series called an overcoming life. And he had this great visual where he brought up Marky and he brought up Paul and Paul represented not great. Or no, no, no. Was it Pat pastor represented not great stuff. So pastor and Marky were standing and Marky represented Jesus and or, or represented a person and pastor and Marky were pushing against each other. They had their hands held up. And then Paul came in, and I mean, if you look at Marky, Marky's very cute and petite, but she, Pastor towers over her. So just looking at something, it would look in the natural like Pastor is going to, you know, beat her down. Mm -hmm. But then he called Paul up, and Paul stood behind Marky, Mm -hmm. and he represented Jesus. See, here's the thing. When you stand up in your faith, you're putting pressure on the devil. You're putting pressure on the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness isn't 
hasn't just gonna take it lightly. It's gonna, mm -hmm. oh, you go ahead, you win this one today. No, he's gonna apply pressure back. Yep. But here's the thing, the pressure that he's applying back, when it feels the biggest, like it's going to lose, like you can't do anymore, yeah. that's when you've reached his breaking point. Mm -hmm. Cause he only yeah. has so much strength. We have a source that is unlimited strength. Yeah. So why can you praise and rejoice? Because the thief is going to lose. Yeah. He's going to lose. Yeah. As you resist the devil, as you stand firm, humble yourself, resist the devil, submit yeah. yourself to God, the enemy's going to flee. Why is he going to flee? Because you've got someone backing you that's so much stronger than he, he could ever be. Yeah. He cut himself off from the source. Mm -hmm. He's his own source now. But your source is God, and he's unlimited. And yeah. You're going to win. The yeah. enemy may try to steal this seed of the word, but that yeah. is when, when you thank God, you're not just reminding him of what he's done. You're reminding yourself. Yeah. See, when you thank God, it's stirring up that mm -hmm. faith inside of you yeah. because you're thanking him for who he is. And it's bringing that into your mind mm -hmm. in Philippians four, eight, it tells us to think on things worthy of praise, yeah. things that are honorable, full of good reputation, you yeah. know, things that are just and pure and perfect. Mm -hmm. When that thought tries to come in, Kenneth Hagin used to say that we're not responsible for the birds that fly over our head, but we're responsible for not letting them make a nest in our mind. Yeah. So you could have a thought come over your mind of, well, this just, well, I had got, you know, the pastor prayed for me for healing and my foot felt kind of better, but now my foot hurts. Hmm. That could be a yeah. thought there. Kill that bird dead. Yeah. Take out your red rider BB gun mm -hmm. and shoot that thing down. Don't let that make a nest in your mind. Yeah. Shoot it down. It doesn't have to stay there. Johnny says Benjamin is a baby of faith. Amen. And because Johnny brought that up, I'll use their testimony. They had... They had a word given to them that they would have a baby. Mm -hmm. And so they, a couple months, like a month and a half later, they got pregnant and they miscarried that baby. But mm -hmm. I, like, I, and I know, I, like, I've never been in that situation, but I know that that was something that they had to walk out, but instead of boo-hooing all over the place, and that's awful, I am not making light of it, but instead of telling everybody their woeful story mm -hmm. and just lamenting on how yeah. bad the situation felt, they instead clung on to that word of God, mm -hmm. and they said, God gave us a baby, God gave us a name, we will have a son, his name will be Benjamin, mm -hmm. Benjamin Lee Shaver, and we are going to have this baby, yeah. and they were pregnant the very next month. Yeah. Like it was not a long time. They stood on the word of God and yeah. they continually thanked God mm -hmm. and God repaid what the thief stole. And he's like the best baby ever. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. He's so happy and full that's of true. joy yeah. because he's a baby of faith that's raised in the anointing. Yeah. Faith produces no matter what the thief wants to do. If the thief is ever successful in stealing, you as a covenant believer have a right to continue thanking God, yeah. putting on praise and make that thief repay what was stolen from you because you're in covenant with the God most high. Yeah. Oh, Isaiah 61. Uh, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because he has anointed me to pre blah, 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 to <laughs> give beauty for ashes mm -hmm. To the oil of joy for mourning yeah. and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Yeah. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. See, yeah. here, here's the key of that because, you know, um, like I was clinically depressed for like a lot of my life, um, like my adolescence mostly. You know, you can, you can actually tell 
with 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 like depression. It's a spirit that that tries to keep you small yeah. and to keep you in that yeah. woeful mentality. It's yeah. addictive. Here's here, yeah. here's the thing people sure. don't necessarily say is depression is addictive. It is. When it, like it's because here's the thing. You know, it, it gives you this false idea that if if I'm somber and upset all the time, people will come and coddle me. Mm-hmm. You know, but but here's the thing. Victim mentality. It, yeah, it's a victim mentality. But here's the problem. It actually does the opposite of that. Yep. You know, it may like you'll probably have one or two people that'll come and, and you know try yeah. to coddle it. But but Jesus didn't come to coddle coddle <laughs> our, our heaviness. He came to take off that yep. garment of heaviness, that spirit of heaviness. Because, notice he says it's a spirit. Yeah. It's a spirit. Yep. It's it's a demon. Yep. It's a it's a demonic spirit that tries to oppress us and, and keep us small yeah. to keep us from being able to stand up and joy but depression's not a part of who you are it's not it's not a part of who you are it's not your identity it's not mm-hmm. some mental disorder or like chemical imbalance that's a bunch of worldly garbage mm-hmm. that tries to mask the fact that it's a legit demonic attack yeah. against you mm-hmm. it's not god yeah and and how do we combat it praise we have to put on the garment of praise and, yeah. it, and it casts out a spirit of heaviness. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many times that the, cause, cause that spirit tries to hit me even today, you know, like it still tries to come at me. But, but, you know, there's, there's been times when Serena and I, you know, are sitting there and I'm just feeling heavy. Like it, it's just like weighing down on me, you know, and, and, uh, and Serena would be like, you want to worship? And I'm like, no, but yes, you know, like I know that's what's going to get me out of it, yeah. but my flesh really doesn't want to do it. Why? Yeah. Cause there's an, it's an, an, an addictive thing yeah. where I just, I just want to, you know, I just want to stay here. I just, I really don't feel like doing anything. I really don't feel like getting up. I don't really feel like doing what God's calling me to do. You, you know? don't live by feelings. Yeah. We don't live by feelings, yeah. and, and, but, but, but I want you to hear this. You know, if, if you've been battling it, if, you, if, if that spirit of heaviness has been coming on you, if it's been trying to like take over your life, take over your mind, take over your, your feelings, yeah. just trying to weigh you down, you know, cause, cause notice uh, here it calls it a spirit of heaviness. You know, the, one of the main things about depression is you're tired all the time. Yep. You know, you're, you don't have the strength. You barely have the strength to get out of bed in the morning, much, you know, much less have the mental strength to be able to, to perform normal tasks throughout mm-hmm. the day. Why? Because there's this spiritual heaviness on you and you're carrying it with you all, yeah. like, all throughout the day and it drains all your energy. Um, like I've been there. I know the feeling. I know the experience. But here's the good news. Jesus Christ, who quoted this exact scripture, says, I'm going to rebuke that spirit of heaviness on you, and I'm going to clothe you with a garment of praise. But you have to choose to to accept it. You have to choose to take it on. You have to to choose, you know, to, you have to make a choice. Am, do I, would I rather be pitied or empowered? Yeah. You know, would I rather the world pity me or would I rather God empower me to overcome this so yeah. that I can walk the way yeah. God's called me to walk? Yeah. So that I can walk in praise, so that I can walk in joy. How, how do you put on the garment of praise? Whether you feel it or not. Just, yeah. Father, thank you. Yeah. Thank you that you're good. Father, thank you that you're working this out. Father, thank you that you're delivering me from this. Yeah. And I'm going to choose to praise. Put on worship music. I can't tell you how many times I've just been overwhelmed. And I just get in the car, put on praise music, and I'm like crying, praising the whole time. But then whenever, whenever, I, whenever I'm done, all of a sudden a weight's lifted off. Yeah. That spirit of heaviness was rebuked and cast out by me just being willing. Okay, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to praise my yeah. God. 
you know, and that spirit of heaviness comes off and then peace comes. And then I'm able to actually do, you know, I'm able to function. I'm able to mentally function. I'm able to physically function to do the things God wants me to do throughout the day. Make it a habit. The second you start feeling heaviness come on you, I need to praise. Yeah. I need to start giving thanks to God. I need to, I need to cast this off and I, I need to dedicate myself right now to just worshiping my father and giving him praise and thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, you just mentioned the word peace. Go to Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7. Mm-hmm. And it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is that key word in there. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So here's the thing. We may be going through something that would try in our flesh to make us feel anxious. You Mm -hmm. know, you may be in the middle of a faith project right now. It's not a battle. It's just a project. The Lord's placed something in your heart. You already have the victory for it and you're working it out. And there could be, let's say it's a bill and your bill is due tomorrow. And you have asked in faith Mm -hmm. for God to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. You've worked the word, you've rested, you've worked your faith, you know, you've cast your care, you've done all the things that we've gone through and yet pressure would try to come in. It says, don't be anxious. Be anxious for no thing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God is already working out the first part of what you prayed for. You know, he's already getting the finances to you. But let's say that pressure's there and it wants to make you feel a certain type of way. You go to God and say, God, I need you to take away this this pressure that's there. I need this to go. I need that depression to be lifted. I need your praise. I need the garment of praise so that this spirit of heaviness, it cannot come back and touch me. You know, the garment of praise, it's like a waterproof jacket. You can stand outside in the middle of a storm, but you're not getting wet because that garment of praise is protecting you. It is the protection you need to keep away from the wicked one. And Thanksgiving, here's the thing. It says, with supplication, with Thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And it says, and the peace of God. Basically, the prayers with Thanksgiving lead to the peace of God. The praise, it leads to the peace of God. And what does that peace of God do? It's basically your insurance. You know, your (coughs) praise, your thanksgiving leads to you having the peace of God, which is basically your insurance policy in the kingdom of heaven. You know, that peace is guarding your mind. Mm -hmm. It's guarding your heart. And what is that representing? That's your soul. Mm-hmm. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. You, you're a three-part being. You, are, you have a flesh. Mm-hmm. You are a spirit. And you have a soul. We're called to dominate our soul. How do we do that? By through praise and thanksgiving, letting the peace of God come in. And it guards our mind. It mm-hmm. guards our heart. When we're out of peace, then that's when we will open ourselves to being yeah. moved about by every wind, letting every emotion come in. And we're yeah. super unstable. But that peace will guard us. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's like th- exactly the analogy I just made of having a rain jacket outside. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter the situation you're in. You're protected. Yeah. You're kept. It mm-hmm. can't touch you. No yeah. pressure can touch you because the peace of God is guarding you. Mm-hmm. And what thing of God is penetrable from any other outside source? Nothing. We have reason to thanks. Mm -hmm. We have reason to praise. And those two things activate that peace of God. Yeah. Yeah. 
thanksgiving and praise praise are are keys yeah you know that that's why we're wrapping this this whole yeah well you know scheduling to wrap up this whole whole thing you know uh, with the importance of thanksgiving yeah thank we need thanksgiving thanks we we need thanksgiving more than we realize you yeah. know and but it's the, not a day like it's yeah, not just it's, turkey day yeah yeah no um you know the bible says a merry heart does good like medicine yeah you know what see so like we meant like we've been talking about depression and anxiety a little bit which anxiety is the spirit of fear mm-hmm. you know God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Yeah. You know, that's what God's given us. Um, and, and fear is also a spirit. These are spiritual things. But here, here's the thing. That these, those are probably the two areas that, you know, when you start coming up against them and saying, oh, it's a spirit, it, you know, it's a spiritual thing. All of a sudden, the spirit manifests. Yeah. You know, like, like. You just don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand. This is this is who I am. It's just you know, like that's How the spirit. How dare you? It's, it gets offended. You know, people will say, "Well, the, what we're talking about right now is religious abuse." Yeah. You know, because well, that's the spirit. Yeah. You know, the spirit when we're we're telling you, God wants you free and free indeed. He wants you delivered and and in your right mind. He's given us a spirit of a sound mind. That's what He's given us. Yeah. We're telling you this, and, and so, but that spirit doesn't want to let let, let yeah. us go so it starts manifesting this is who I am it's a chemical imbalance but here's the thing spiritual issues can, can result in they result in For physical sure. in physical you know changes yeah. you know there's a spiritual root and physical fruit yeah so yeah. so literally our bodies can alter based on what's going on in our spirit yeah. our brains can do the same thing yeah you know we're always thinking the same things our brains will wire that same way so you do a brain scan and you'll see oh you know, their brains wired the same way as someone else's brain, but it's because the same spirit's feeding them the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And we need to wa- wire that out and get yeah. that out. But how? By thanksgiving and praise. Yeah. Uh, w- this isn't just some kind of, you know, weird, well, you know, we're just ignoring what's, you know, what's going on. We're not. We're, we're exposing what's actually going on. There's a higher truth than what you see. Yeah. 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 There's a higher truth. That God want, the main thing is God wants you free. Yes. God wants you free. Jesus came, Jesus was broken so that you could be whole. He yep. wasn't broken so you can stay broken. Right. You know, he came to the, he came to this earth to, because the Bible says whom the sun sets free is free, is indeed. free indeed. Yeah. You know, so, so it's important for us to recognize these things. It's, it's important for the church to talk about these things. You know, where the Bible says in Romans 12 too, don't conform to the pattern of this world. If we keep addressing these topics the way the world addresses these topics, yeah. we'll, we'll never, you know, all, all these issues are only skyrocketing. They're not going down. Yep. You know, we need to address it the way the Bible addresses it. It's yeah. a spirit and we need, and we need to, we need to be willing. God, deliver me from this cast it out resist yeah. the devil and he will yeah. flee from you how do you resist the devil by giving thanksgiving uh, like yeah. when we were talking about this earlier i was just picturing you know the devil has a gra- a gra- is trying to grab a hold of people yep. he's trying to reach his arms and and hold them and bind them up and as we start giving thanks it's just slowly loosening it loosening his grip yeah. and he's going to try like pastors talked about it before they want they'll, they'll try to scramble to keep that grip but but the more we give thanks and praise Eventually, it's going to break. Yeah. 
So, so I, and I wanna... it's not slow. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. correcting what you said, at all, but it's yeah. not, it's not like for every hundred prayers yeah. or thanks that we get. Like he moves a finger. Like you speak the word of God. The devil yeah. cannot stand against that word of yeah. God. It may feel in our flesh like it's slow, but what we don't see is that thing in the spirit realm. Yeah. Like it is losing. It loses. You call yeah. in the name of Jesus, yeah. and you're free. So it's, it doesn't yeah. have to take as long as we have in the past made it take God's answers are yes and amen immediately he's the Mm -hmm. God of suddenlies so like fasting and prayer it doesn't it's not designed to speed up God it's not like God's waiting for us to Mm -hmm. you know make him move faster it's Mm -hmm. getting us to the place where we can receive from him that much quicker like when we're in that place then we can receive from him but and so not at all correcting but it's just don't expect it to take forever yeah you know, I, I, I too had depression, like all high school, all college. And I remember a day in my dorm room, like I just, I sat there and I had like, I was in sin and I had lots of bondage. Yeah. I loved Jesus, but I wasn't, I didn't know how, I had no example of how to live it. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> live like this anymore. Like, I don't help me not live like this anymore. This sucks. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things that the Holy Spirit showed me to do was, and I know this is a little different, but here is, was to stop listening to stuff that made me mope. Mm-hmm. Like, don't go listen to Boney Vare and like all the like mournful, sorrowful crap. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that now at this point in my life, I don't listen to a song that sounds sad. Mm -hmm. Like I will not put myself in a position where I'm going to receive a spirit that is negative. If there's been, ask the Lord to help you. And when he helps you, he's going to give you those keys to make it transition. Just like you're talking about listening to praise music, like your flesh, I'm sure is like, I don't want to listen to happy stuff, but listen to the happy stuff. Put on that praise, put on that Thanksgiving, do the thing. Just Mm -hmm. like you said yesterday, like whatever your flesh doesn't want to do, do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> can live free. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it, we're, we're likely stronger with this because we're people that have had victory over this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is something that both Buddy and I mm-hmm. have in our lives had to work our faith to overcome because that spirit, it, it can, it it will try to come back and come back and come back. And we have to look, it's not like we're professional Christians and you're amateurs. Like Mm. we're all believers. And so the things that we're telling you to do, we do them. We've missed it at different points in our lives, but we're striving to get better and better and better. Just like Mm y'all, just like y'all. Yeah. one of the things, you know, the Bible says, uh, be not slothful, but be followers of those who through pa- faith and patience have inherited, inherited the promises. Yeah. You know, one, one of the things that, that I, I've noticed, e- even myself, you know, when I was struggling with it, it's, it's easier to, to surround yourself with people who are struggling with the same things, mm-hmm. you know, and, but that doesn't deliver you, you yeah. know, because you're, you're being followers of people who don't have faith or patience and are not inheriting anything, you know, yeah. because they're, they're battling with the same things and there's really no, there's no pull up, you know, we're just all on the same level and no one's actually pulling us up. We, yeah. It's important for us to find people who have battled with what we're, we're battling, but have overcome yeah. and then say, okay, like 
I'm going to receive that. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that and I'm going to, I'm going to overcome. I'm going to overcome. You're you're going to overcome in Jesus name. Today. You're going to overcome in Jesus name. Put that in the comments. I I am an overcomer. The Bible says you are more than a, more than conquerors. You know what that means? That means you're more than a conqueror. That means you're not just, you know, sometimes we conquer, sometimes we don't. Sometimes, no, no, no. We don't just overcome. We more than overcome. You win by a landslide. Yeah, it's, it's not, not by like the skin of your teeth. It's a landslide. Yeah, like it's 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 it looks bad for the devil. Yeah. You know, like he he's he's super weak. The, Jesus said, "All power and authority has been given to me." That means there's somebody who has no power and no authority. Yeah. You know, and what did Jesus do? He then gave that authority to us. Mm-hmm. And so we walk in that authority, but so the only way that the devil can bring the stuff back on us is if we let him, because we're the ones who hand him that authority yep. over us. Yep. And so we can't do that. How do we re- rebuke him? How do we keep him out? We submit to God, resist the devil by giving thanks to God. Yeah. Submitting to God is doing what his word says to do. And his word says, Rejoice. 1 Thessalonians 5.16, rejoice always. Rejoice always. Always, in all times, in every situation, rejoice mm-hmm. always yeah. with all prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. make your requests known to God, and the peace of God mm-hmm. will guard your heart and guard your mind. Yeah. You, if we do what the Word of God says to do, mm-hmm. that is when we win. We can't yeah. just miss a part of the step. Humble ourselves, submit to God, resist to devil, the devil, mm-hmm. and he's going to flee today in your life today. You don't have to wait for five years from now. It's happening today. That process is starting today. And so if you are ready to receive that, then let's put on some praise and let's thank our God together. God, thank you. Thank you you that your word says that we are more than conquerors. Thank you that we have overcome the world because Jesus overcame the world. Thank you that we overcome by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimony, and that we love not our life even to the death. God, our testimony today is the testimony of Jesus. Victory. Say, Jesus, I receive victory in every area of my life. I'm not bound by anything except my love for you. I give myself to you and I receive in the name of Jesus breakthrough. Breakthrough in Jesus' name. I command breakthrough in the homes of every person watching. Breakthrough in their spirit. Breakthrough in that prayer, in that faith project. Breakthrough in their minds. Breakthrough in their emotions. In the mighty name of Jesus, that thing that has held them bound in Jesus' name, they are receiving your breakthrough today. God, your anointing makes us fat. God, not just worldly fat. It makes us so big in the spirit that Mm -hmm. the yoke of bondage can't fit anymore. God, just say, I receive the anointing. I I am anointed. I am anointed. And the anointing keeps me from being bound. That's who you are. And 
today, when we, when you log off this broadcast, go tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Because the word says that they yeah. overcome by the word of their testimony. Your testimony yeah. of praise will set someone else free. You th Think of Paul and Silas in the jail cells. Mm -hmm. They've been beaten. They've been jailed. They've mm -hmm. been captured. And yet yeah. at midnight, they're sitting in their jail cells singing and praising God yeah. to the point that every prisoner in there can heal, hear them. And the anointing of God came yeah. in and not only set them free, but set every single person in the jail yeah. cell free and then led to the jailer to receive the Holy Ghost, to receive the Spirit of God, to receive Jesus yeah. as his Savior. It led him to getting saved. Mm -hmm. Your praise, your yeah. thanksgiving will lead to not only your breakthrough, mm -hmm. but it's designed to break through somebody else. Yeah. So what God has done for you, go tell somebody. Mm -hmm. And even if you're waiting for this faith project to manifest, you know what? You're not going to hell. You're going to heaven. That's why go. soul winning is so easy. It's yeah. because all we're doing is thanking God publicly in front of other people for yeah. what he's already done. Yeah. We're saved. God has saved us today. Go tell somebody. Mm -hmm. Break them free of that chain that they're in because you've got that power in you. Yeah. Your thanksgiving is not just meant for you. It's Amen. meant for those around you. Amen. 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 And, you know, and, and this is just what was on my spirit. You know, take some time today. Yeah. Don't, like, not tomorrow, not oh, yeah. later on this week. Take some time today and just dedicate yourself. Take yeah. some time every day. Yes. Dedicate yourself to praying in the Spirit. Because yeah. the Bible says when you pray in the Spirit, you give thanks well. Yeah. You give thanks well. You're building yourself up in your most holy faith too. Yeah. Yeah. So you're building up your faith. You're giving thanks yeah. well. Uh, I'm going to do that a lot then. You know, even Paul said, you know, I pray in the Holy Ghost more than you all. You know, like he prayed in the Holy Ghost a lot. He, and he was a very thankful man. Like it changed his spirit, man, to where he's in prison. He's saying, oh, man, this is great. Yeah. Like the gospel is being spread even here. You know, like my chains are, you read this in Philippians 1, my chains are serving to advance the gospel. What a great thing. Like Paul wasn't like, oh, man, I'm in prison again. What's, what's, why does this keep happening to me? And you if know? anyone had right to, it was <laughs> right? Paul. <laughs> yeah, but, but seriously, yeah. you know. Paul gave thanks well, and because of that, he was an overcomer in yes. more ways than one. Yes. You know, the, like, uh, they're in the ship. He's a prisoner on his way to Rome. You know, and he, and, he, and literally, like, sto like, he's saying, we should probably, you know, dock here. They're like, nah, they keep going. The, everyone's like, we're going to die now. Paul takes over the ship as a prisoner, you know, and, like, you, you see that, that in every circumstance, an angel visits him and says, you guys aren't going to die. You're going to make it to your destination. He stands up, you know, tells him, we're not going to die. And the angel of the Lord came to me. All right, now, let, now let's grab some food, sit down, and he blessed the meal. You yeah. know, let's give thanks. You know, like, talk about a man of authority. Yeah. And, and he prayed in the spirit more than... He, he was a thank. He was always giving thanks. Yeah. He never let his situation tear him down. And you know what took the Israelites out of the promised land? Lack of thanks. Lack they of they didn't give thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm pretty sure God said later on they didn't give me give thanks. You know, uh, but but they were complaining. They were arguing. They were grumbling. And because of that, they they lost the promise. And so it's important for us to pray in the spirit because we give thanks well. Yeah. And that'll actually begin to do a working in our own spirit. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it'll start working in our own. So God will begin to, to bless that thanksgiving and, then we, and recognize that as we give thanks, it's going to usher in the promise. Amen. 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 So as we move into what's abundance today, let's give thanks. Mm -hmm. Like let 
all the worldliness that has to do with your finances, let that go. Like, mm. and I have to do that yeah. often. You know, I'll think <laughs> about things that are coming up. You can put the lower third up right now. Um, before we get started, you know, the broadcast is free. We do it for you. We don't do it to get, we do it to give. We mm -hmm. want to sow yeah. into you. And the word says that if you partner with the word, you also partner with the grace that's on who you're sowing with, who you're partnering with. Yeah. And so when you sow seed into the ministry, you're not just sowing seed into a church. You're not just sowing it into a ministry. You're sowing and you can expect to receive not just financial return, but you can expect to receive the same grace that's on the ministry. Yeah. Like, have you ever looked at Pastor Brian and thought, man, I wish that I was as smart as he was. Congratulations. Yeah. When you sow, you get to be a partaker of the grace that's on his life. Yeah. That's why Buddy and I don't take this lightly, being having the unbelievable honor to minister to you because yeah. there's it's a serious spiritual thing that's happening. But when you sow, you can expect to receive, you know, the fire and the power that's attached to this ministry. You can expect to be a partaker of that grace when you sow yeah. because you're investing mm -hmm. into it. Yeah. You know, there was a, I, I remember when I was at Enterprise, there was some financial thing that we could do. And it's like, how vested are you in the company? And it was how much of your money, like, do you put back into like the company's 401c3? And I was like, well, I'm not super invested. Like, <laughs> I'm good. But I think about that every, almost every time, like it, a opportunity comes around to sow because it's do, what do I want to be invested in? Yep. Do I want to be invested in the word? Because when you are an investor, you can expect a return. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if yeah. Kevin Buck, who's behind the camera right now, if he starts up a company tomorrow and I say, I'm going to be an investor in that company, mm -hmm. then I'm not just giving him money. Like there's a difference between investing and giving. Mm -hmm. I can give him money, but an investor has a right to expect a return. So when you invest in the word, mm -hmm. you can expect yeah. And a return on that investment. It's how it works. Mm -hmm. And so when you sow today, expect to receive financially, spiritually, emotionally. That's how the kingdom of God works. Mm -hmm. It's an investment kingdom. Yeah. It's covenant. And so you can sow today. It's free. If you want to, you can go to givebc.org. Or if you're on Facebook, you can, go, you can do hashtag donate followed by the dollar amount. Mm -hmm. But this is completely free for you. Yeah. This is just an overflow of your heart. And just let all that worldly stuff go. Like I was saying earlier, just drop that. All that matters is what is the Lord saying to you right now? Mm -hmm. And if the Lord is saying to give or to sow, then sow. Mm -hmm. If he's not, then don't. But if he says to sow, then you can put on thanksgiving and praise right now. Yeah. Because you know that God's word is true that 30, 60, 100 fold is mm -hmm. coming your way. That yeah. God always out blesses and out gives us, you know, he is the abundant giver. His name is Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. He is the God who blessed Isaac in the time of famine. He's the God who blesses. It's who he is. He's that God. Mm -hmm. You, we have reason to thanks because our God is receiving our seed today mm -hmm. and he's, he blesses the sower. Yeah. So he is. So right now, we're just going to bless every seed that's yeah. sown. Father God, in Jesus' name, yeah. in the you, name Lord. of Jesus, Father, I thank you for every seed sown. God, I thank you yeah. that you said in your word that you provide seed to the yes. sower and bread for food. 
So, so God, and you will increase the harvest of their righteousness. Father God, I pray in Jesus' name that you increase the harvest of their righteousness in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that they are out of debt. They yeah. carry a debt canceling and anointing, and they flow, uh, and they and they flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. Every good work. Father, I thank you that they will not find themselves lacking yeah. in any area of their lives for the for those who dedicate themselves yeah. to, to advancing the gospel and to investing into your kingdom. And Father, I thank you that that grace, the yeah. grace that you've given us, the grace that you've given Pastor, the grace that you've given into this ministry, Father, I thank you that that grace goes into their lives as yes. well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Press down, shaking together, running over. It's returning back to you. Amen. Well, we thank you so much for being on with us today. Maybe this concludes how to apply faith to win. I don't know. Buddy we'll and I will decide this weekend. It's fine. <laughs> we'll let you know. But thanks for being with us this week. It's been awesome. If you have any testimonies of what God has been doing in your life, we want to hear them mm -hmm. because God is always doing. He's always moving. He is a good and mighty God doing good and mighty things for you. So let us know. Send us a message on the What's Right Facebook page and tune in next Monday for a brand new episode, fresh content with us here live, 1130 a.m. We love you. Have a blessed weekend and we'll See you Monday morning. Bye. See you.